The key to sustainable leadership lies in the ability to thrive in uncertainty, ambiguity, and change. Grand Heron International brings you the Coaching Assistance Program, giving your employees on-demand coaching to manage through a challenging situation and arrive at a solution. Visit grandheroninternational.ca slash podcast to learn more. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast, a podcast dedicated to promoting leadership development and sharing leadership insights. Here's your host, the Leadership Accelerator, Eddie Turner. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast, the podcast dedicated to leadership development and insights. I'm your host, Eddie Turner, the Leadership Accelerator. I work with leaders to accelerate performance and drive impact through the power of executive and leadership coaching, facilitation, and professional speaking. I have a very special guest with me today. And I say that all my guests are special, but today even more special than usual. My guest today is J.J. Ramberg. And I'm excited to have JJ with me today because I have watched her on TV for years. JJ and her show on MSNBC, Your Business, was pivotal to the entrepreneurial spirit inside of me. And I enjoy watching that show because most of the shows on MSNBC are uh, news or politics, but this show was uniquely dedicated to showcasing entrepreneurs. And it was always inspiring to see how everyday people would take a simple idea and turn it into a brilliant business model. So I'm excited to have JJ with me for that reason. Now, JJ is an entrepreneur, a TV host, a speaker, best selling author and so much more. What do I mean? She has launched a couple of amazing businesses. Uh, She launched earlier this year with her brother, Good Pods. Now, Good Pods is an app that allows you to follow your smartest, funniest, most curious podcast-loving friends and hosts to see what podcasts they're listening to by episode. I think that's just a novel idea, but that's not her first business. This is her second business. Her first business was a socially conscious business called Good Shop. It provides the best online coupons and gives the shopper cash back or a donation to their favorite cause for every purchase. JJ is also the author of two books, It's Your Business and the children's book, the Startup Club. I am super excited to have JJ here with me today. So welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast, JJ Ramberg. Hi, Eddie. How are you? Hey, JJ. I am just smiling from ear to ear. Can you hear it? Can you feel it? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
coming. It's coming through the lines. Oh, my. Thank you so much for being with me today. Now, you know, I am privileged to say that I have met almost every person who's appeared on the Keep Leading podcast, uh, with very few exceptions. Now, if we were on the live version of the show, Keep Leading Live, I'd be showing the photo when you and I met. JJ, do you remember when I finally got a chance to meet you? It was at the C-Suite conference. That was quite a while ago, though, Eddie, now. That, that was... That was, it feels like a lifetime ago now. It was. Especially now. I had to look it up and I found the picture. It's November 2017. Mm. So yes, uh, not only does it seem like forever, but especially now, we don't know when we'll be able to go to another conference and certainly be able to take pictures with people again, right? Oh, I know. I took a picture with my niece yesterday. You know, she was standing six feet away from me. <laughs> I was trying to take a selfie. <laughs> Wow, now that's interesting. A socially distanced selfie. Exactly. <laughs> well, cool. Uh, we have to look for that online. So, <laughs> yes, well, I enjoyed meeting you there, and it was a great event. Jeff Hazlett always puts on a spectacular uh, event, and we were, as usual, talking about all things business. And so who better to serve as the host for that event than you? Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, that conference. So now I have to start off by asking you about your time at MSNBC hosting your business. I read that you say you got that show by luck. Tell us how it all started. Um, I did get that show by luck. So I, um, I've kind of flip-flopped between journalism and entrepreneurship throughout my career. So um, at the time, I had just left... CNN, where I had been a um, first a host and, and reporter, uh, to start my company, Good Shop, which you had mentioned earlier, which is a an online coupon company where money every for every purchase goes back either to a cause that you care about or back to yourself, so cash back. Um, so that's Good Shop, and I had left CNN to start Good Shop, but I was filling in once in a while just to help them out, and I was at the stock exchange one day reporting. And that over at MSNBC, they had signed this deal to do a show about entrepreneurship called Your Business, and they needed a host. And so the executive producer of that show happened to look up at CNN that day, saw me there at the stock exchange, and then called a, a mutual friend of ours over at CNN and said, is, is she under contract? Does she work for CNN full time? To which the answer, of course, was no. And so they called me up. And that show was only supposed to be six months, which is why I agreed to it, because I was just in the midst of starting a company. And it ended up going on for 13 years. How about that? Six plus turned into 13 years. Crazy. Wow. Now, this sounds like a bad question. Over 13 years, I just have to know, is there one episode or one entrepreneur that stands out more than the others? I met, as you can imagine, so many incredible people. Um, so I mix up my answer to this all of the time. But there was, um, there was one family in Missouri who had started, it's called the Kansas Star Quilting Company. And it's just an amazing story about a group of kids. I mean, they weren't kids. But they were kids to this woman um, <laughs> who got their woman. She was a quilter. She retired from her job. They bought her a quilting machine. And she started doing these tutorials online. It's the Doan family and became kind of the YouTube quilting superstar. 
And so they started this company and then the company was so successful that they, in essence, transformed their entire town. So if you go into the town where they started this company now, which basically used to have nothing on Main Street, now it has all of these quilting stores. They helped friends of theirs start restaurants so that they could service the people who were coming for the quilting stores and to meet this woman who was a superstar quilter. And so they transformed their family, they transformed the town, and it's just an incredible, incredible story. And they were a very nice family as well. Interesting. Thank you for sharing that. What a powerful story. Now, as you spent those 13 years interviewing all these successful founders and CEOs, is there a common denominator you found? What's the one thing that seemed to make them all successful that they had in common? There is. Um, and it's not what school they went to or how much money they had or, you know, who they knew. Uh, you know, some things certainly give you a leg up in some ways, but they do not mean that you will absolutely be successful. But the one thing that everyone had is this ability to deal with failure. And so when things went wrong, they did not hide under the sheets, right? Maybe they would cry for an afternoon or a minute or, you know, feel despair, but then they would bounce back and say, okay, this happened. Now, how do I deal with it? How do I move forward? So JJ, are you saying that everyone was not an overnight success? It just magically <laughs> happened? I don't know anyone who was an overnight <laughs> success. That's good to hear because sometimes, especially as a coach, I, I'm working with clients and uh, individuals are not prepared to deal with failure and they feel like if failure happens that they are a failure. And so I really appreciate you highlighting the fact that even the most successful people we know all had to experience a failure. Everyone experiences failure. Some of them are really big and very public. Some of them are small, um, but really impactful on their business or on their lives. And it's, it's just a part of business. It's a part of relationships. It's a part of life. Yes. I always give the example of Walt Disney, Steve Jobs, and others. But uh, in yeah. your show, you, I'm sure, uh, could highlight several of those other uh, individuals who may be not as well known. So you ran one company, Good Shop. Mm -hmm. But this year, you started a new company. And that company, I would love for you to tell us. I won't say the name. You tell us the name of the company and what it's about. Sure. Um, I'm so happy to talk about this. This is what I love talking about most. Um, the company is called Good Pods. And what it is, is a podcast-centric social network. So for anyone who loves listening to podcasts, this is for them, or podcasters. And on it, picture Instagram or Twitter, right? You go on, you follow your friends, you follow influencers like you, Eddie, or we also have people like Malcolm Gladwell or Kim Kardashian and Dan Harris and you know, all these amazing people um, and your friends, and you see what they're listening to. So, JJ, I'll, I'll send you the check later for putting my name in the same sentence as <laughs> Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just had to get that in. Yeah, well, you deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> but the neat thing is, is as a listener, what I found happened all the time is I had maybe, you know, the, the few podcasts that I kept going back to, but I knew there was all of this great stuff out there. It was kind of daunting to figure out what was worth my ear time. And so I just wanted recommendations from my friends 
or other people that I respected, it's hard to get those, right? I can go text someone, but then I have to wait for them to get back to me or can go, you know, spend time looking for lists. But I just wanted the immediacy of, okay, what's my brother listening to? What's Eddie listening to? What's my sister listening to? Or like, I'm interested in something sciencey right now. Let me see what my friend Gordon's listening to. And so that's what Good Pods is for. And it's, it's really, really cool because we're seeing some really interesting podcasts or, you know, episodes get passed from friend to friend to friend on Good Pods. I love how you said that you wanted something that was worth your ear time. <laughs> so, so in other words, you, you're a selective listener as we all should be, right? Well, you know, I'm selective and I'm not. It's a, it's a funny combination because I'm selective in that, right, we all have limited time and we want to listen to something good. But I also want, I really love listening to brand new things, right? Because I, if you look at my feed on Good Pods, you'll laugh because you'll be like, who is this woman? And I it am looking from, at your feed. I follow you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just this morning, I listened to a true crime podcast, Motive for Murder. And then before that, I listened to this cool one about um, the history of Monopoly, right? And then I'd listen to some meditation one. I just, and, and I, I'm getting all of these as suggestions from friends because I'm seeing that they listened to it and they liked it. Yes. And that's what I meant. Thank you for the clarification that in terms of ear time, we only have so, a certain amount of time until we want to make the best decisions we can, but you're still open. And so you have a variety and you post that and you share that. And those of us who are following you are able to discover something we may not have discovered otherwise. And since it's social, we trust you we are more likely to listen to something that JJ has said is good and that Lou Diamond has said is good and your brother. So wonderful concept that you and your brother came up with. And what, Thank you. what trends are you seeing so far as you have launched this? You just launched this last month, right? We did. It is brand new. Um, and it's interesting. So some of the things that go viral on Good Pods are, some of the big ones that you'd expect, right, that, that always are in the top 10 podcasts. But then we see these podcasts that I never heard of before, and a lot of people haven't heard of before. So, for example, this was early on. Somebody listened to this podcast called The Art of the Exit, and the episode was about a $100 million art heist. It was a really fun episode. I'd never heard of that before. I am a 1,000% sure that most of the people hadn't heard of it, but one person listened to it, and then one of their friends listened to it. And then one of their friends listened to it. So it just, it just spread through the community. And it was just, it, I followed everyone at those times. And so it was just so fun for me to see how it went from person to person to person. So, so what, what I think is so neat about Good Pods is that it's an opportunity for podcasts that never make the top 10 list, right? That don't have huge marketing budgets with hosts who don't have a zillion social media followers those podcasts can really surface so that they can grow listenership and listeners can be exposed to them. Wonderful. Now, you don't know this, JJ, but on my live show, Keep Leading Live on Mondays, I've been promoting your show. I've been doing a live read-in. And on that show, I have the ability to actually show the site. So I show the site and I tell people to go to goodpods.com. So right now, even though I can't show people the screen, I want to tell people to go to goodpods.com, download the app on your mobile devices, and start following JJ, start getting a uh, good selection and recommendations on podcasts. Start following you. 
<laughs> I, will, I will tell you something that actually when you come on, you are forced to follow me. Oh, my God. Eddie, you know what? I'm, I was just pulling up your feed right now, too, and you were asking about trends. One of the podcasts that went viral on Good Pods, which was so funny, um, was it was called You Need to Calm Down, and it was just white noise. Like, literally, the episode was just white noise. Oh, I and remember that. And that got passed from person to person. And I'm looking at your feed, and you listened to it. <laughs> I did. Absolutely. I, but, you would you know not why? have found that. You know why? Because I saw <laughs> your recommendation, and I realized I needed to calm down. um i'm i'm liking your your feed right now i like all the things you're recommending here the simon cynic one this is great and jj how does listening to podcasts help leaders i learn so much from podcasts i mean this is after you know after 13 years actually more than that but 13 years in the last job of, of being in front of the camera i am really enjoying just just being behind the microphone or behind the camera, right? And just getting to soak everything in. But to be a good leader, you need to be a good listener and you can learn a lot from listening. And so anything that you feel like you're a little weak on in your leadership, you can go find a podcast that will teach you something about it. You can go get inspired by somebody, even if it's not within your field. There's so many great um, entrepreneurial podcasts out there. I think the way we started this conversation about how good leaders are people who can deal with failure, I think it's really helpful to hear stories of people talking about the struggles that they had while growing their business. So you don't feel so alone. And I think you can learn a lot of that through podcasts. Second, I think just having an open mind and learning about new things is great for leadership because it comes in in all kinds of ways when you're leading. And podcast is really a low commitment way to be able to get exposed to all kinds of things. Thank you, JJ. I'm talking to JJ Ramberg, the co-founder of Good Pods. And she's talking about the importance of listening to lead. We'll have more with JJ right after this. This podcast is sponsored by Eddie Turner, LLC. Organizations who need to accelerate the development of their leaders call Eddie Turner the Leadership Accelerator. Eddie works with leaders to accelerate performance and drive impact. Call Eddie Turner to help your leaders one-on-one as their coach or to inspire them as a group through the power of facilitation or a keynote address. Visit eddieturnerllc.com to learn more. Hi, this is Carl Mecklenburg. I'm here with Eddie Turner on the Keep Leading podcast. I'm the former Denver Bronco captain, a teamwork and leadership speaker traveling the country doing keynotes. All right, we're back with JJ Ramberg, someone I've been a fan of for years. She is the co-founder of Good Pods, a new app service that I'm super excited about. We want you to go over to goodpods.com, download that app so you can start to listen to podcast that you know about and discover a whole bunch of new ones you don't know about at all. And you'll be following JJ Ramberg herself and watching her recommendations. So JJ, you told us uh, some of the good things that are happening in the podcast world on Good Pods before the commercial break. But now that we're back, I'd love to understand a little bit more about the role of 
good pods. And the biggest thing I'd like to know is what are you seeing the role of good pods during this pandemic? You know, it was really interesting, Eddie, because we launched in the middle of this. We had been working on this for a long time and we had really big launch plans. Um, and, and it's gotten all these influencers that I mentioned early on, like Gwyneth Paltrow and, you know, Malcolm Gladwell, et cetera, on board. Um, and then COVID hit and our world was turned upside down. And the team had to really sit down and get together and say, should we launch this? Is this appropriate given what's going on in the world to launch a brand new company right now? Um, and we had to do a lot of soul searching and talking to each other. And we decided the way we would, we would figure this out is to say, okay, let's put ourselves in the shoes of our users. And are we doing anything that is valuable to them at this time, given what's going on in the world and how uncertain and scary, et cetera, it is? Um, which wasn't hard because we were all users and the app had been in beta for a while. And so we were all avid users of it. And so I just said to myself, okay, do I need this right now? And would I be happy if somebody told me about this? And what we realized is that it was really helpful. I mean, and it continues to be for all of us. And, and we've gotten great feedback from people because we want to connect with people at this time. And right? it's so hard being isolated. Um, and, and Good Pods is a really positive way to connect with your friends around great podcasts and great content and great things that you're listening to. And beyond that, I have found myself really turning to podcasts right now in part for information, um, in part for entertainment, and in part with my family. So, uh, for example, I've got, I have three kids who are 10, 11, and 12. And my son, who was 11, came down one day and he said, Mom, let me show you how I remember these things. Because he had listened to a Charles Duhigg podcast on how to remember everything. And he had listened to it because my other son had listened to it and he saw it on his feed. And so that became our dinnertime conversation. Check so, that out. 10, 11, yeah. 12-year-olds listening to Charles Duhigg and talking about that at dinner. I mean, come <laughs> on. That's pretty impressive. Well, I'll tell you, Eddie, the one thing about having your kids home when you're launching a company is suddenly your kids, I've got free interns. <laughs> Speaking of free interns with the kids, I, in preparation for the show, always do a lot of research on the guests. And I, of course, went through your social feeds and I saw the amazing video that your kids did. Uh, tell the audience about this cool video uh, that they did to promote the show. I'm sure this was early on um, in, in the quarantine. And so I... Uh, we are quarantined here with my three kids and then with another family who they have two kids. I gave them an assignment one Friday when they didn't have school saying, here's your marketing job. Create a video explaining <laughs> what Good Pods is. <laughs> so they got a lesson in marketing. I got some free videos that I could then post on social media. And it was fantastic. I love it. Yeah, the one I saw was uh, your daughter, I assume, kicking the chair and your son is in the driver's seat and he basically tells her to stop. So then she's bored and she starts playing music. And then he says, no, 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 we're not going to listen to music. And he puts on uh, a sophisticated podcast and they start to discuss <laughs> that. I just thought, wow, that is so well done. 
It was really funny. Yeah, that was my daughter, and then a uh, the the other family that lives with us, the kid in that family. Okay. Well, fantastic. So, yes, uh, what a great way to get the entire family involved in uh, not only the marketing and production component, but of course, your brother is your co-founder, correct? Not only that. So, yes, my brother is my co-founder. My brother is um, a super impressive guy. He this is his third company. His second one was Good Shop, which we founded together. And his first one, he co-founded with my mother, and it was called Job Track. And it was in the job listing space and, and became Monster.com's biggest acquisition ever. So I am incredibly lucky to have him as my partner. But I don't only have him in this company. We also have my sister, who we, I, I recruited to work with us here. Um, an incredibly, you know, well-accomplished and smart woman as well. And then my nephew um, is working with us too. Wonderful. Now that can be a little tricky to manage at times. How do you lead when it comes to family? In our family, it works really well. I mean, the one thing we have to do, so Ken and I have worked together for years. We started Good Shop 13 years ago, so we are quite used to it. Um, and of course, we have other non-Rambergs working on this company too. But with four Rambergs um, on it, we did have to, you know, tone down some of the family conversation sometimes, so it, it it doesn't distract the rest of the team. But we work really, really well together. I think I come from a family of family businesses. My dad worked with his dad, as I told you. My mother and brother started a company together, and I worked there for a little bit. My sister worked there for a little bit. Ken and I started Good Shop together. For us, it works really, really well. It's nice. I love working with them. Wonderful. So as the co-founder of the Good Pods organization, you not only have your finger on the pulse of your company, but on the podcast industry overall. What would you say is the number one trend you're seeing? You kind of addressed this a little bit earlier, but I want to dig a little deeper uh, for those who may not follow it as closely. I mean, podcasting is still in its infant stages, infancy. So I mean, people are still figuring out how to monetize podcasts and what works and what doesn't and how long should podcasts be. And what's interesting during this period of time that I have heard from some of the hosting companies is I've heard different statistics about um, listenership being down, listenership being flat up. But what I have heard is that a lot more people are starting podcasts. And it's, it's pretty cheap to start one. It is hard to get the word out, which is why we started Good Pods. But I think it's a neat thing for people to try their hand at, and it's accessible to anyone. And is the market too saturated? Are there room for more podcasts? I think there is. I think good content wins anytime, no matter what, right? And so if you have a niche podcast that you want to start and you can find that audience, I think there's space for it. You know, I, I wouldn't say there are too many TV shows, right? wouldn't say there are too many radio stations. There not, aren't too many songs. I think there's room if you have something good. Indeed. And some people say that podcasting is the new blogging. <laughs> well, that's how I think of it, right? Because it, you used to have to work for a magazine or a newspaper in order to write an article and suddenly there are blogs, right? You yes. used to have to be an amazing photographer who worked for, again, a magazine and now there's Instagram, right? And so 
it's, it's just a way to get people who didn't have access to some of these well-established me- mediums, um, but who may be incredibly talented. You know, now, now all those people have a way to get their podcast out. Yes. My journalism professor said so eloquently in the early days of blogging that blogging has deputized people as journalists. And the same is true. I guess you'd uh, agree that with podcasting, it's deputized many of us as broadcasters. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great. So what is the future of podcasting? I think it will um, continue as it's going. What I think is that it will get a little more sophisticated and that is on the back end in terms of earning money and advertising. Um, and I think also the shows will get more sophisticated as well. All right. Well, we will be on the lookout for that. I haven't had a chance to log into the app this week yet, so I haven't seen your recommendations. For those who have not had a chance to download the app yet, can you tell us what's on your playlist? What are you looking at? Oh, gosh. Okay. I'm going to tell you guys what is on what I've listened to recently, okay? Outside of the um, Keep Leading Podcast, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Keep Leading Podcast, number one. Motive for Murder. I used to work for Dateline, and Josh Mankiewicz, um, his Dateline correspondent, has done this amazing uh, true crime series called Motive for Murder, which I cannot get enough of. Then I listened to Monopoly and Academic Decathlon, which has the history of Monopoly. The German Coconut Cult from the Fantastic History of Food. I'm just reading all these so you know how crazy this is. Um, (laughs) The Art of Happiness, Three Equations for a Happy Life. Uh, After Hours from Harvard Business Review, Reimagining Capitalism. Poetry Unbound. (laughs) So you can see it is all over the place because I'm getting so many great recommendations. And one thing I want to specify is your recommendations aren't just an entire podcast. You have got it down to the episode level that people are able to share so they don't have to sift through an entire hundred episodes that someone has produced. You got it. I mean, for instance, I'm not a big poetry person. I'm probably not going to listen to poetry every day, but I love when my friend Hillary posts something because I know it's going to be good. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I have so enjoyed talking to you, JJ. And may I ask, what is the one message you'd like to leave our listeners with today? Uh, well, it's going to be an easy one, which is please go download Good Pods and give it a shot. We're new. But also, um, what I would love from everyone out there is the only way this company is going to continue to be great is if we get feedback from our users. Good, bad, we want to hear everything. So I would ask and invite everyone, once you download Good Pods, if you have suggestions, just email me and it's jj at goodpods.com. It's easy, or you can do it in app, but we really, really welcome and appreciate all feedback we get because we're just starting and this app has lots of amazing places it's going to go. Oh, and one last thing, go follow Eddie on Good Pods. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, JJ. And I want to thank Lou Diamond for getting me into the pilot program with you. So uh, he's got a great podcast as well, Thrive Live with Lou Diamond. Appreciate him. And JJ, you have just been amazing. By the way, on the Keep Leading podcast, we always like to give leaders advice that helps them keep leading. 
in addition to the content you've provided. Uh, do you have a favorite quote or a piece of advice that you live by that you can share with our leaders? Simply listen. I mean, that's, that's one of the biggest lessons I learned about leading is you have to, because I'm, you know, talk a mile a minute sometimes and want to get my point across. And um, the best thing I learned is just calm down, be quiet and listen. Thank you. You've heard it from J.J. Wamberg herself, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you for being a guest on the Keep Leading Podcast. Eddie, it was so fun to talk to you. This was a fabulous way to start my day. Thank you. And thank you, JJ. I'm still just smiling from ear to ear the way I was when we started. Oh, me too. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you for listening. That concludes this episode, everyone. JJ helped us to understand the importance of listening to lead on the Keep Leading Podcast. So we want to remind you that leadership is not about our title or our position. It's not the case of once a leader, always a leader. It's not a garment we put on and take off. We must be a leader at our core and allow it to emanate in all we do. So whatever you're doing, always keep leading. Thank you for listening to your host, Eddie Turner, on the Keep Leading Podcast. Please remember to subscribe to the Keep Leading Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. For more information about Eddie Turner's work, please visit eddieturnerllc.com. Thank you for listening to C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.